Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. Here's 93.7 at tickets, Jake Sorensen. Did seem kind of meh. And Steve Sipple. Surprisingly good. This is Early Break with Sip and Jake. Sponsored by Gaina Trucking. Good morning, happy Friday to you, Steve Sipple, Jake Sorensen, early early break, full show ahead, one day till game day, Nebraska, Illinois, the first home game in like a month here in Lincoln, Sip, it's been since the first day of October, I believe, right, October 1st, when they played here last? Well, I just happened to have a schedule in Thank front you, of me. Thank you, that's very helpful. This is the first home game since October 1 against Indiana. See, I know, a, I know some things. That was a 35-21 victory in which the Innu defense held... Indiana scoreless in the second half. Um, that was a good day. <laughs> it was a good day. We had day. a punt block for a touchdown by Malcolm Hardsog scored that day. That was kind of fun. You suit up that day? We <laughs> Yeah, we did. We were uh, <laughs> we were bench warmers as usual over there. <laughs> Cheering on the team. All right, good morning. Yeah, good morning. How are things? You were around the state yesterday yep. doing some speeches? Yep. Any idle chit-chat you have with anybody out there? Let me think about that one. Yeah, there is. Um, Fremont, Fremont over the noon hour at the Legion Club. Um, that's always fun. The Fremont crowd's always fun. And then Omaha Holy Ghost mm. last night. I was sandwiched. It's a tough gig because Bill Bush was last week. You know how. Tough to follow old, old yeah. Bill. <laughs> it is. Come on, old Bill's Bill. Old Bill. Old, old Bill. <laughs> no, O-L. No, I didn't say D. <laughs> O-L. Yeah. Apostrophe. A shout out to Andrew who who uh, who said he loves the show. He's an Omaha person who listens to it every day. I've always appreciated that. a boy, that, Andrew. a lot of options in Omaha. Um, so thank you, Andrew. Um, and all, to everybody, that yeah, whole, the Holy Ghost crowd's always – I mean, that thing has been going for years and years and years and years and years and years and years. And Davison – Matt Davison will be their speaker this coming Thursday. They give you a uh, – they serve you dinner. What would you have last night? Well, they give you a heart attack burger, and it has sausage. You know, with it, it has a hamburger, yep, yep. bacon, sausage. Sausage? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Also known as sausage. <laughs> Sausage. <laughs> sausage. All right. That's a new And an one. egg. And an egg. Sausage. And it was. Hey, what does sausage taste like? <laughs> Stop. Sausage. <laughs> sausage. Um, yes, think about that on a bun, on a hamburger bun. All of that. I couldn't eat it all, but it was good. It was like it. it's it's good for, for me for a few bites, you know. Um, With some sausage. <laughs> yeah. That's good. So Sounds that tasty. Was yeah, great, bur- I would I would think that a heart attack burger would have like gravy on it. No, it didn't have gravy. Well, I would think so. It got, That's my vi- if you asked me, hey Jake, if if you had to describe a heart attack burger, <laughs> I would say bacon. I might even say sausage, but I'd add gravy to that thing. Gravy. Well, Maybe I, there is gravy. Would on I it. eat that? Probably not. It's possible there's gravy, but great. You'd have to be careful with gravy because it would soak up the bun. Like the egg yolk got all over me. Yeah. When I took yeah, a bite. Do it. The, the, splattered? No, it just it got all over my hand. Did I you mean, lick it? 
I, Please tell me you licked the hand. I probably did. You did. You wild animal. I am. I am a wild animal. Hey, so have, that was fun. We got a guy, Kent's already doing his own roll call in the text line. So that guess, is amazing. So I guess we'll do the, we'll, we'll join you. That is amazing. We'll join you, Kent. Do it. Four, what, six, what, did four. what did he say? He says, he says, roll call, Kent, 58 years old. I'm on an airplane taking off for Nashville. All right. 58, he's in my age range. Well, since Kent has started it off, roll call, 402-464-5685, your name, where you're listening from, and if you like to, your age. I've got to think that people Texas. are our people are into this. This is a big game, and you know what? You have a good topic to get into it. This is a big one. Two thirty. Yes. At tomorrow the, at the stadium, um, and it's Dusty. Or excuse me. Yeah, it's Dusty Dvorak as the analyst. Dave Pash is play by play, and Luganbill's on the sideline. How about that? Luganbill in town. Yes. Um, he'll so, go on Sirius Radio on Sunday morning and talk about the game. So you can listen. <laughs> what am I steering people to other stations? No, you can listen to our station. <laughs> yeah. Catch that maybe on a podcast. <laughs> right, possibly. right, right. How do that. that. Catch Lugan Bill on Tuesday on a podcast. <laughs> um, but yeah, that um, I uh, this is big. I mean, come on, we're playing meaningful football. Yes. Go ahead. On that note, my question is this for you guys: four zero two four six four five six eight five. It seems like tomorrow's game can cause an overreaction. On both sides of the spectrum, how can we keep ourselves in check? Let's let's go through the positive first. Let's Let's say Nebraska Nebraska wins this football game. You will have people saying, that's it. Stop the search. It's Mickey. Everyone else can bite it. Me. Eat dust. I don't know if they'll say that. uh, The answer is Mickey. No matter what happens the rest of the season, that's an overreaction. Because what happens to the final four games if they lose all four games and they get blown out somehow? Right. No, you, I, you, no, you're going to you. regret. It's a valid question. You're going to regret saying that yeah. the search ended. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Would you after the Illinois? Game. Would you? I don't know. I think you might. I don't know. Go ahead. What's the Kay. alternative? The alternative is if if they lose, and if they lose by ten points or more, people say, "Well, well, hang on, hold the phone. Maybe Mickey's not the answer. Let's move on to somebody else." We're in overreaction season. Every single day, every single game is going to cause a stir in the fan base of either positivity or negative negativity, but it's going to be very uncomfortable, I think, the next month. Right? Um, or fun. Well, it, but a combination of both. I think... It's more fun if Nebraska's winning. You ask the question. It seems like tomorrow's game can cause overreaction on, on both sides of the spectrum. How can we keep ourselves in check? Now... The two thoughts that come to mind for me is not everybody will overreact. You know that. There'll be people that are reasonable. Well, that, you won't hear from them, but they'll be reasonable. And they'll be the boring people at the breakfast table mm-hmm. at a uh, local store sitting around and hashing it out. They'll be the boring one. They'll be saying, I can't overreact. Oh, fun. Um, that's real fun. Um, but not, But they'll be reasonable people. It, it can be a fun discussion. I'm And no, you can't really... Jake, college football is about overreaction. It is. That's well, what sport, it's, sports. Sports in yeah. general. That's what it is. Because we're fanatics. Yeah, that's, yeah, exactly. So it doesn't... But can you be responsible in your... Fanaticism? Yes, fanaticism. Mm-hmm. Um, can we be on this show? We typically aren't. <laughs> 
can the media be? I think I think the media core here has kept itself in check as it applies to Mickey. The, the criticism that I get on how I'm handling it is you don't know anything about the search, so you just write about Mickey. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's a, probably a good way to put it. I don't know that I want to know about the search. We've covered that. And Mickey is in the chair. It's informative to people, ADs all over the country. That's one part of it that's informative. There's a lot about this that's informative. But who, whoever you put in that chair during a protracted search that is secretive, that should be secretive and is secretive, using an outside entity to help you keep it secretive, the person in the chair is going to get a lot of coverage and a lot of attention. It is, I, I have learned a lot from this. Mickey is in the chair, and he happens to be doing well, and he happens to have a sort of charisma, and, lead, and he has, happens to have leadership qualities. Will we overreact to an Illinois win? Here's a question I might ask you. Maybe we would, is it possible we would underreact? If he beats Illinois, if he, he wouldn't, he wouldn't, Mickey, he, Mickey wouldn't the team. he wouldn't appreciate us putting it that way. If Nebraska would beat Illinois under Mickey's direction, he would stamp himself as the number one candidate. Okay. Yes. Yes. But it, but then there's four games to go. I know. That's my that's my case. But do for we do this? But do we? I know. Do we do this week to week? Now yeah. we tend to do it with yeah. other coaches, right? We do it with other coaches. Sure uh, we do. Aranda lost oh, this week out. off. Matt Campbell out. Yeah. Lance Leipold lost two in a row. Still, gone. Yeah. Gone. See ya. Not fair. So though. If we do is it that to fair? Uh, no. Would you rule out Belichick right now because you're not having a good season? Yes. Or would you look at it as a? Or would you look? Bill at Belichick a, is not a candidate w- for this would job. Would you look at his in, entire body of work? Why don't we do that with other people? Because we are fanatics. We're irrational people. Right. There's no rationality in in sports. Mm-hmm. So we're supposed to be crazy. So if Mickey engineers a win over Illinois with. 52-year-old Brett Bielema operating at the top of his game with a top-20 team that is more structurally sound than Nebraska, more systematically sound than Nebraska. I think their talent's better than Nebraska. That's hard to, that's hard to hear. It is, though. I, I Ask Chris – well, you won't, but Baznet, last year when we were – I've told you this, when we were in Champaign, watched warm-ups, both teams – we, I had picked Nebraska to win that game like everybody else in Champaign last August of 2021. August of 2021. We were walking up to the press box after watching warm-ups, and I said, Illinois is better. Illinois is a better team. More talent. Bigger. Last year in Champaign. Yeah, bigger. Bigger. Um, more athletic. I mean, I, was, I, I always am struck by it because we think of Illinois as like a, the weaker sister. Nope, not now. They were, they were definitely equipped to beat Nebraska. And then we hear Jerry DiNardo on t- Tuesday tell us that not only, not only did they have more talent, that, that the Big Ten crew identified that they were better prepared when they saw their practice, both teams practice in August. Remember what he said? Yeah. He said, we walked away saying Illinois is going to beat Nebraska for and sure. And he was right. They were more game ready. He was right. Yeah. So, now, now go back. Now, fast forward to Saturday. If if Mickey Joseph leads Nebraska's program to a win against all of that, yeah. 
okay, I'm not saying you hand him the job, but you stamp him as the favorite. He, yeah, that no doubt about that. There, that's not an overreaction either. If if Mickey wins the job, wins the game, there is no doubt he should be the leader in the clubhouse. Right now, there are people driving to work that that are pissed, and they probably just turned the station. Why? Because a lot of people are not. They think we're getting swept up in this. No, but I. But if those people would pause for a second and collect their thoughts, wouldn't it make sense that if Nebraska were to beat Illinois as of right now, as of Saturday, hmm. Mickey should be the leader in the clubhouse? Not saying it's it's signed and delivered, signed, sealed, delivered, Mm-mm. and he's done. But with four games to go, he has. He's in the driver's seat at that okay, point. Okay, now this is where we have to check ourselves. How, how, would, how could they push back on that? Well, here's how. I'll give you a how. What, that, if, what if Urban Meyer has assured Trev Alberts that he'll take the job? Well, do we, we don't then know. Who's, we then don't, who's the, that's a hypothetical we don't know. Well, but then, I'm looking at things I know right now. That yeah, if Mickey well, wins, it feels like well, he should be the we don't know favorite. any candidate, so of course he's the favorite. <laughs> I mean, well, exactly. <laughs> that's how we have to operate Well, then he show. doesn't have to beat Illinois. <laughs> he's the favorite. He's the favorite. He could go to Valentino's during the game and not even show up and be the favorite under our circumstances that we don't know who, who else is. Right? Hey, why weren't you coaching the game? I was hungry. <laughs> hungry. Buffet You're still the favorite. The buffet, yeah, I am. Yeah. Odds see, are still see, in your favor, See, my the friend. thing is, I don't this – is, this is where the conversations get a little wild. Yep. I mean, what if, what if there's, a, there's a, an agreement, a you know, secret agreement, I guess – with Urban Meyer, and, we, I don't know why I'm going down this road. I'm, I don't know of anything like that. I've not heard of anything like that. Um, but we don't know what is what Trev has or doesn't have behind the scenes. So, again, it's informative. The focus is on Mickey because Mickey's in the chair. And that, and for if, if only for that reason. Now, now, you could say this, and this would be accurate. If Mickey were own four right now instead of two and two he we wouldn't be talking about him right no we would not if they would have they lost to Rutgers and, and got blown out by Purdue like we like, thought could happen we're just saying why well, who's who's the coach it's not him yep he might be on staff but he's not gonna be the coach we you know what we'd be we'd be limping through this show because there would be nothing to talk about on October well, there would be anything positive is the problem uh-uh. we'd be saying well let's just end the season once again get through it Find a way. Instead, it's October. It's going to be October 29th tomorrow, and they're playing a, a game at 2.30 on ABC that means a lot, N- not just in terms of this coaching search. They could put themselves in the West conversation. Right, right. If they win, they, they have a legitimate chance to win the West. Now, you expect a loss to Michigan in, you know, in a couple weeks on the road, but let's say you beat Minnesota next week after you beat Illinois tomorrow. Uh-huh. Then, yeah, even with the loss to Michigan, you're thinking, why can't we beat Wisconsin and Iowa to potentially win this division? Yeah, so, and Illinois still has to play so Michigan. that's the thing. You're, you're right now, although it, it's, it, it might be unlikely, you have a chance. It, there's potential for it there mm-hmm. instead of just sulking in another crap season. And then the bowl game becomes a very real possibility, ending the bowl streak, talking about a bowl game in December. Now, wouldn't that be fun? It would be fun. I mean, so this is big. I hope that I think that the scene around the stadium will be reflected be reflective of the magnitude of this game. It feels big for the program. It it's big for Mickey. Yeah, and it feels just well and then because of that, it's big for the program 
has big picture ramifications. We we have a huge couple, picture ramifications. We have a couple people. By the way, I didn't I didn't finish off who was in the roll call. We had a pe- guy in North Carolina listening today, like, Chattanooga, Florida. Wow, God, that's beautiful. Uh, Burr, Nebraska. You know where that's at? Yeah, I, yes, Burr? I do. It's right down Highway Two toward Nebraska City. It is Burr is. Yeah. Okay. Scott that's where Florida. that's where uh, oh, our, Dean Steinkuhl is from. Mitten, Arkansas. Listening. Hey, now hold on. Dean Steinkuhl is from Burr, the Burr Oak. I did a when his boys were playing here. I went to meet him in his shop in Burr. Dean. Nice. Yeah. How big is Burr? Burr is small. Dean is big. <laughs> um, Tyler in Dallas, Sledge in Carolina, Joe in Boulder, Jeremiah in South Carolina, Greg in Indy. Thank you guys. Tom at Woodland Hills. Anybody in? Oh, Woodland Hills. <clears throat> a lot of Lincoln listeners too. Okay, so a couple people are are uh, trying to cool our jets. Yes, here. I, and that's important. Yes. So I want to read a couple of these. This one's from Dexter. I'll name Dexter. says, I don't know why anyone thinks Nebraska wins this game. The offensive line is awful. We won't be able to run the ball. Casey will be getting killed. The defense can't stop the run. Illinois has a great running game. Illinois 45, Nebraska 10. Oh, God. That would, be, that would suck. Good morning. <laughs> he hasn't had his coffee yet. Well, yeah. Or she hasn't had it. Is he or she. I don't yeah. name Dexter. Okay, now Doc chimed in also. D-O-C-K is D-O-C-K with us? Has he been with oh, us? Yeah. a lot of texts. Okay. He's got about six texts so far this morning. Hi, Doc. Okay, a couple texts here. He's saying in general regarding Mickey so far, he says, I don't see how 2-2 two and two is considered going well when the defense has given up over 600 yards in both losses. How is all of a sudden a win over Illinois a guarantee lock as being the head coach in Nebraska? That is that is the overreaction that this fan base has a problem with. Well, they're ranked seventeenth. They're 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 a team that looks. No, he's saying that the the in the other losses you've you've given up six hundred yards in both of them, okay. Oklahoma and Purdue. And this Illinois game just erases all that and says it's forgiven. You're the you're the coach. That's that's why he's saying that's the overreaction he gets pissed off at. Huh. Well, here's my reaction to that, Doc. Is Mickey didn't create this mess he inherited it That's okay right, right? Mm-hmm. he didn't he didn't have any hand in this creating this defense he's trying to be a fixer and he's trying to patch this all together on the fly no i don't think you can judge him that way now what doc could say is oh so you, you don't judge him on losses but you judge him on wins is that what we're doing you give him credit for the wins, and then when they lose, say, well, he wasn't part of the mess. That's fair. That would be a fair. Well, Doc follows up with this. A couple texts. I'll read these. These are, these are good texts, so I'll read them from D-O-C-K, Doc. If Mickey beats Illinois, that will be a one, one win over a West Division opponent, and that's all it takes to be the head coach in Nebraska? Where have all the standards gone? Doc. He's held to think about Doc. Think about where Nebraska was after the Georgia Southern game. Think about how horrific Doc. Think about horrific that night was. And I don't know what was going through your mind exactly, but what was going through my mind was they may not win another game, right? Isn't that isn't that? Oh what you- God, yeah. I mean, come on. The, the defense was atrocious. The offense was fine that game, but yeah, that's the fair question. That and was, then, and then Oklahoma happened. And how now think about that. It was 11 a.m. kickoff. Think about that afternoon and how bleak it felt as Oklahoma 
just did what they wanted could have to. Did, yeah, did, could have put 70-plus on Nebraska. What did you think at that point? This season sucks. Six, well, what, I, what can we do? We were thinking historically bad down the stretch. Yes. And we're and I would always have thoughts about November. Like, what, what are they going to do in November? Well, you and I, I remember on the pregame show, we picked Indiana to beat Nebraska because why shouldn't you? Why, right. What gave you a belief that Nebraska should win that football game? Right. We knew they could if they played good football, but they had been doing that. <clears throat> so that's why we said, both of us, Indiana until Nebraska proves otherwise. Yeah, I'd be I'd be curious if Doc picked in Indiana. I don't know if he did or not. Now, if Doc picked Indiana, you can't belittle the loss. You can't pick Nebraska to lose, and then when they win, say, I was just Indiana. Nope. Um, Doesn't work like that. No. Um, so, come on. I mean, I think... You, you you can I think Doc's being reasonable and I and I listen I Jake I get a lot I get a lot I saw him you saw cookies yes I saw that look there's some cookies over there some. that will be devoured during the commercial break I believe Mark Onwiler yep, he cookies. brought some monster cookies oh, over god. there oh god oh god in the spirit of Halloween monster cookies Doc I get a lot of pushback. On my columns that are that show a modicum of support, even just a modicum of support for Mickey, a lot of pushback on our message board on Husker Online. There's a lot of people that are not are not. Here's a, here's what's interesting to me. There's a lot of people on like the on our message board that push back hard on the notion of Mickey being the head coach. But man, when I go talk, like I go talk in Fremont. Now that Fremont crowd was not as you could tell they were. When I was talking about this subject, some of the people were casting a wary eye. Like, uh, like sure, this is, you know, you're speaking pretty kindly of, or you're, you're, you're getting pretty swept up in this Mickey thing. I thought at Holy Ghost in Omaha, people were, were, were really receptive to it. But still, there are people that, that are, you know what? There's a lot of people that are very reasonable and down the middle and not overreacting. There are. I think you, we got to give more credit to the fan base sometimes. The adults in the room are still – you can tell when you start talking about what could happen if they win, there's still a little hesitancy. Like, we can't go overboard on this. We got This hire has to – it has to be the right person for sure. Are you sure about all this? You know, it's like that. Mm-hmm. I, we don't – and then – How are you ever sure? That's the thing. You I, aren't. We, we've been proven wrong time and time again. Well, it's – all over the country, you see. Yeah, it. it's not just here; it's everywhere. No, it's it's Jimbo Fisher's going to pay a lot of money to suck right now. Jimbo is the most relevant example and the most stark example right now. Jimbo Fisher is in his fifth year at A and M, and he's yeah, you know, I don't know, he's making ten million a year. I think yep. he got he has an eighty-five million dollar buyout. But forget all that; forget the money. When he got hired there, what'd you think? Oh yeah, they got the guy. Good hire. They got the guy. I bet A&M thought we got the guy. Mm. Hasn't worked out like that. Not really. Nope. Um, there's, I mean, we talked about it yesterday, but Jim Harbaugh. Did we talk about this yesterday? Jim Harbaugh in year six threw a two and four during the pandemic. Nearly got fired. Nearly got fired. He, it didn't seem like he was the guy until he was. And that was year six. Would we wait six years now here? I don't think so. Uh-huh. Well, the thing with Harbaugh, to to be fair to him, is he was he he never missed a bowl game. That's true. Well, he threw a two and four during but the pandemic. Still, but anyone, anyone could go to a bowl game still. True. He still went to a bowl. Yeah, game. Yeah, true. 
He didn't. You didn't go three and nine. Right. He didn't go four and eight. He didn't go five and right. seven. The point is, you're right. You're so right, and I'm glad you said that. You don't know. That's the scary thing. It's the scary thing and the beautiful thing. I don't want to guarantee. It's no fun. Right? Mm. No. I, I don't want to guarantee. I think Nebraska fans might take a guarantee right guarantee. now for what has been a train wreck of the last seven no. Guarantees years. aren't. Uh-uh. I don't want it. But it, it, what's happened here, it does illustrate that, there's, that there is no guarantees, and it's, and it's very difficult to get the train rolling in the right direction. I think we have a phone call here. Did it. If, we, uh, if you can hear us. Did get it? it? Get what? Get what was that? If you can hear us, you're on an early break. Who do we have here? Go ahead. Adult. It's Derek in a car. Can oh, you hear me? Derek, yes, we can hear you loud and clear. Hi, Derek. Lima Charlie. Okay, I love that. Oh. Yeah, um, a win over Illinois on Saturday. I mean, I, it's probably not as comparative as Jesus healing the blind man from the Bible, but pretty darn <laughs> <Wow>. close. Um, <laughs> given really? all that we know about the the player personnel that he inherited, you know, the the doom and gloom perhaps that hung over the program for that two week period after uh, Coach Frost was let go. Um, but this is where I'm I guess where I come from on an unofficial polling of workplace uh, employees, coworkers, etc. Okay, okay. It's about eighty five percent of the people that really want Mickey to be the next coach. My concern about Back up a second. If if they're able to pull off a win against Illinois, what would what damage could be done by Trev naming Mickey the coach immediately, giving him a three year contract? You know, assistants only get two year contracts anyway. Um, but because here's the important part of it, guys: recruiting. And if you can name Mickey the head coach now, moving forward. That's going to open up a whole lot of possibilities for recruiting and recruits to feel comfortable that there is a little bit of stability back into the program. Mm-hmm. And so my concern is that, you know, if we drag this thing out, we get bowl eligible. Yeah, and I, I trust Trev Alberts either way. I, I don't have a problem, but he's got one hell of a decision that he's going to have to make. And I'm just wondering if he could get out in front of it if because that win on Saturday that we're all looking for, if it materializes, you could beat a top 25 program, you know, what would be the harm in giving him a three-year contract and, and allowing him to express a better express his vision for what the future looks like with him at the helm? That's, I guess, where I'm coming from on that. It, it helps recruiting more than anything, doesn't okay. it? I Thanks, think. Derek. Thank you, Derek. A um, couple thoughts on Derek's phone call. Thank you, Derek. I don't know that Mickey would take would accept a three year contract. His agent would say, "What do you mean three years? Three. No, come on. I, I don't know that he would accept those terms. Would you? Would you accept those terms? I, don't, I, don't I would know. not what, accept. What coach those. is taking a three year contract? I'm not taking a three. Usually at least five, right? right? At least five. Now, to his broader point, just name Mickey now. Um, I, I mean, he, his point is for recruiting. You know, yeah. to, to save this class still for the, that's going to sign in December, the mm-hmm. early signing period, December. Uh huh. If you want to save that and say, "Hey, we got our guy," you know, don't don't go crazy about Nebraska. You know, stay committed and and join us. Now, to his point about Trev and given his saying, "I trust Trev." Now, don't don't take this wrong, Derek or or you or anybody listening. 
why do you trust him? What 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 track record suggests that that why do you just throw your trust in? I, see, I'm done with that. I don't I don't distrust Trev, but why would I say he's got this? What evidence is there that you suggests don't, don't he's have got any evidence? Right. So I'm done throwing my trust into Nebraska leaders just because. Because they're there. Right. We trust Trev. I trust Trev because what? Because what? He's never been in this situation. And I've seen him. I've seen ADs botch these things bad. I, of course, botched it bad. I trust Sean. Why? Just because he's in that chair? No. I'm not doing that anymore. There's been a lot of bad decisions made by ADs right. across the country. Well, I mean, Steve Here. Peterson wrecked the program, and I bet a lot of people say, I trust Steve. Yeah, because he was never. Why? Old. Just because he was in the chair? Because. Why do you trust Trev? That's my. Why? I'm not saying I distrust him, but I'd like to see some proof before I say I trust somebody. That's, that's absolutely fair. Yeah. Uh, Doc says again if, if Nebraska hires Mickey as head coach, then it, it is officially experiment you at Nebraska. Okay, I mean, is he wrong? He's not wrong. I mean, it it would be an experiment. Jeez. No, you're you're putting it that way. I don't know that I would say that. An experiment? Uh Uh-uh. I mean, would you say, yeah, I mean, I would say he's learning on the job. Yep. I would say that. It'd be another. Just learning on the job. Gets you over the hump against Ohio State. Bob Stoops learned on the job. He did. Now again, there there are many a, a few examples. Tom Dab- Osborne, Dabo Swinney learned on the job. Tom Osborne learned on the he job. Did. Yeah, and, and Barry Switzer it worked le- out. Barry them. Switzer learned on the job. Is that the norm, or are those outliers, exceptions to the rule? <clears throat> I don't know. Uh, before I get to break, a couple more people to. I, I want to get let people know where people are listening from. Sip. Okay, we got people listening from. Uh, Montana, Millard Mike in Colorado, Chance in Funk, Nebraska, which are over by Holdridge, which, by the way, great place over there called the Speakeasy down in Sacramento near Holdridge. Really? Check it out. Awesome yeah. restaurant. Wow. Like, really? In, uh, went there uh, last Saturday. Steak? So, oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. God, that sounds good. The Speakeasy okay. in between Funk and Holdridge in a little town called Sacramento. Okay. You'd never heard of it because it's unincorporated. Thank you. Um and then we got also on, the, on on video today. Got a lot of people watching here. Zip got people watching in uh, Minnesota, Topeka, Kansas. Love Topeka, Topeka Kansas. Uh, we got Greg in Houston, Texas. Kevin in Torrington, Wyoming. This is amazing. <laughs> We're all over the place. This is amazing. Thank you guys. We appreciate. Brown in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. You guys are great. Thank you. Yeah, thanks to everybody. So yeah, that was a good discussion. It's a good discussion. Doc, thank you, Doc. Yeah, Doc had a lot of points there. Doc good does points. not Doc does not want Mickey to be hired as head coach. He's reasonable. It's a you can have a reasonable reasonable people can disagree. Doc, when we come back, well, have okay, you ever heard that one? Doc, text in who your who's your top two right now? Doc. Doc. If you, if you don't want Mickey, who is it? I want two guys, not five, two. Okay. okay. When we come back, though, we'll, we'll address that and take a peek at this week's not Nebraska and Illinois games in the Big Ten Conference. Next on Early Break on the Ticket.